Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Mars Falls intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Damn it. Everything okay? Uh, Probably, but I'm not taking any chances. I'm going to go check it out real quick. need a hand? Um, nah, I got this. Back in a sec. Hmm. Jackie Orania, personal log. We're closer to the base of the volcano than ever before. It's still cloudy, and I bet we're missing some incredible views, but something tells me we're gonna be here for a while. Uh, that should hold for a while. Chip Heddleston, command, uh, <laughs> no, wow, uh, old habits, new titles, I don't know why I'm recording this, Jackie's so much better at it, but I guess it feels normal, even though I'm not used to normal anymore, it's kind of nice, you take what you can get, I guess, with all that's happened and everything we've been through so far, Sometimes it feels too much to take in. I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to take it all in. Terraformation altered the landscape differently out here. Toward the cliffs are growths of violet glades and darkened indigo groves. So these plants must retain water all winter. It looks like Mars will bloom again. I know it's been said that Nothing can compare to the sight of Earth from orbit, but those people shouldn't discount how truly stunning a terraformed Mars can be. It never fails to take my worries away, even if only for a moment. What I worry about, though, well, it's the new normal. The new normal of nightmares. The new normal of only one person to talk to. The the new normal with Andy gone. I'm worried I'll get used to that. That I'll stop being worried about it. That it'll become my life and I'll be forced to move on. Or not. (laughs) Jeez, everything was so much simpler when I only had to deal with mutinous military officials and getting chip box. It seems so long ago. So much earlier. I saw a group of these enormous trees covered in a pale, thistle-colored bark, all twisted together, spiraling upwards. As the wind blew, it shook bright little periwinkle flowers off the branches. The petals flying through the sky, moving in flourishes and swirls before being carried away. Off toward the sun to places I'll probably never see. (laughs) 
every part of this planet is so vivid, we're gonna run out of words for different shades of purple. <laughs> Lavender. Oh, heliotrope. Oh, black raspberry. Gotta remember that one. What I gotta remember, though, is I felt like this before. I've been to the point of death and back more than once. Still, the fear never goes away, despite everything I've been through. Despite all of beauty, I'm still feeling dread. Not like the common anxiety I'm used to dealing with. Something worse. Something more sinister. It's still beautiful, but familiar somehow. I don't know. I don't know. cliff rising on the horizon? Yeah, I do. That's the edge of Olympus Mons. Wow, we've come a long way. <laughs> we did. Like, the width of an entire North America. Yeah, except there's a super volcano on the edge of the American prairie. Wild. Wild and beautiful. Johan's navlog says there's a power source somewhere in this area. If we're approaching from the southeast and the edge of Olympus Mons is still about 60 kilometers away... Did you make a map? Yeah, while you were sleeping. My dad always said to pack a paper map, so this is the next best thing. Oh, it's not that bad of a drawing, actually. Thanks. I had to draw some of it from memory, trying to match the bot's... <clears throat> uh, Johan's map as best I could. So that big crescent moonish rock over there should be the... Sulci Gordi. It's Sulci Gordii. It means a sub-parallel grouping of ridges, like the gray matter of your brain. Gross. <laughs> this rock's named after the Gordius, though. A type of parasitic worm or eel all clustered together. Ugh, double gross. I think the name originates from the Gordian knot of legend. You know, with Alexander the Great. Better him than killer worms that eat our brains. <laughs> <laughs> we, we must be close. Hopefully there's something underneath all this snow. There's gotta be something here. Let's suit up and get out there.
Pokemon came from this spot. See anything? No, just more rocks, but it looks like there's some moss, maybe? I wonder how long it's been here. I think it's still alive, which means there should be water around here? Definitely another Aaron question. Maybe they were drilling for it or never planned to be here during terraformation. Yeah, maybe. Hey, you know, if our little buddy was a builder sent in advance, we might find a colony here. What about that hill over there? Might be something. I assume that outcropping would provide some protection from the elements on a windy, dusty Mars? Now that sounds like a way question. Oh my god. Can you imagine Way seeing this place? She'd lose her damn mind. Yeah. <laughs> I wish she was here. I love it when she goes into hyper nerd mode. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's super cute. But I bet she's pretty pissed at me now. <sighs> I don't blame her though. I mean, she supported me before. We left, believed in me coming out here, and now that we found a giant rock carving, she can't even see it. I'm sorry, Jackie. It's fine. How are you feeling? Nervous, but, you know, excited. Not tight? You were rubbing your neck again and oh, I just... I didn't even notice. <laughs> I don't know. Just wondering if you were feeling it again. No. But this place does feel... special somehow. Watch your step, it's kind of slick. I got it. Are you alright? Yeah. Did you hear that? I did. What the heck? Is there a wall here? Oh shit, you're right. It's a flat surface. And there's another one going this way. I think we've got some walls, which means this was definitely a colony. Hey, I can break through the snow over here. It might be a doorway. It's pretty wide for a door. There's a panel here, I think. Too rusted to know for sure. Maybe this room was the colony's habitation. It sure is big enough. So, if this is the doorway, I can kind of make out hallways. The rest of the colony must be that way. Let's check it out. I gotta say, walking down this hallway feels really weird to me. Weirder than nearly being assimilated by an AI? <laughs> Nothing will be as weird as that. <laughs> I only meant this place feels oddly familiar. Like, even without all the walls, I don't know, maybe this sunlight reflecting off the snow is messing with me. No, I'm with you. This is definitely creepy. And the glare does make it look like we're in some sort of washed out maze. wind again. Sounds like it's coming from behind that rise over there. Do you think? It's gotta be the wind blowing through another one of those rock formations. You don't see any wormholes, do you? No. What about shadows? No, I don't. Good. This place might have been more of a research facility, probably with rotating crews. Oh, we're almost at that tall, skinny rock. Is that a rock or more of the colony? Because my, my HUD's showing it glowing hot. Mine too. 
Could it be the reactor? Those are usually buried underground, so <clears throat> I don't think so. <clears throat> Could be a vent, though. The wind sounds different somehow. More, well, on pitch, if that makes sense. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> this thing looks just like the instrument. If we can compare the size of these holes to the eroded rocks, we might find out when those carvings were originally made. Still, we definitely need Way's help. <clears throat> Careful! We don't usually hit things when excavating. Oh, right. I forgot you got your degree in archaeology after one dig. One more than you. <laughs> we'll be lucky to find anything substantial underneath all this snow, but sure, I'll, I'll be more gentle. Here. I see something shiny. Let me help you dig it out. <laughs> well, it's definitely metal. Thanks for the confirmation. Is it hollow? I don't know. This is the weirdest building I've ever seen. Oh! Look down there! A handle! I think there's a door here. Oh, maybe. I see a shape. Where have I seen this before? I think it's a company logo? Oh, yeah. Must have had good branding, then. <laughs> Not if you don't remember what it is. Uh, door's stuck. Help me push it. <laughs> so, uh, should we go inside? After you, Commander Heddleston. Ugh, damn it. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
What is this place? Doesn't seem like a reactor to me. Turn your lights on. The roof's caving in over there. I think there's a console over here. Let me see if it still has power. Cool. Uh, I'll check out the rubble. Oh, whoa. A lot of snow came in. Uh, see those lines running across the ground, buried under the snow? Yeah. Well, they look sort of like power lines, but thicker. Then what are all these lumps? Can't tell with everything snowed over. I gotta dig it out. Monet. You know, we might get power to this thing after all. Oh, yeah? Is the console working? It did at some point, but these scorch marks on it here... Wow, that must have been a massive blowout. Maybe it's a water extractor, but why would it need that much power? Hmm. I wonder... How much did you know about the new investor that came to Sequoia? I know she fired all my friends before Juarez and Jeff changed nearly everything we were doing. I've never worked so hard to unfuck a situation just to accommodate some special projects. But what did you know about those special projects? Something to do with gravity and the fractal tech that powers Andy. Ah, tech bros love to keep their secrets. Tech people? Uh, I'm not that wrong. Not endorsing, but <clears throat> why, why do you ask? Well, it's just... Something Jeff said about the loop. They were going to power it by harnessing the energy from this planet. Harness it with what? Untested tech? Hammond would never fund a long shot like that. He supposedly funded this whole mission so I could look at some cave paintings. So yeah, I think he would. Yeah, but it's not like those paintings in Jeff's loop were connected. You weren't at the caves. When we saw the paintings, assuming it was a map of Mars, Jeff said that the lines followed the same trajectory as the loop leading to Olympus Mons. Think about how close we are to it, and that I kept feeling pulled here. If all of that and this structure, if they all have something to do with the sound tunnel... I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It's just a feeling, but... Oh, whatever's... Under here is frozen, but it feels like, oh, oh, God. What? It's a, it's a body. It's a body. Body? These, these are all people. Or, or they were. The snow mummified them. Okay, well, that's a wrap for me. This place is way too creepy. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, are you okay? I'm fine. They look like they've been here for centuries. I really don't feel good about this. Hang on. These cables run from the console underground, and there's a kind of large panel over there. Maybe they were trying to get down there or something. Jackie, I, I think it's time we went back to the buggy. No, look, look, there's a switch. Try the console again. Hey, but then let's go, yeah? Sure. This machine's still getting power somehow. I see a light down there. Hey, the screen's booting up now. What's it say? Chip. Chip, what's it say? Red. Red Venture? No, no. They made Red Venture, but she, she, she's gone, right? Yes. I, I, I killed her. You did. So what it is this place? It, it must be the ruins of Red Venture, the real one. But, 
can't be real. It was... It was a digital colony. Their launch was sabotaged. Faye still could have modeled her digital world on the plans for the real thing. Unless... Uh, unless we're still inside her simulation. No, stop that. She knows all of us, and Sequoia... Listen, Chip, we're not. We can't be. You and Andy shut her down. You remember that? I killed her. Chip, look at me. This... This isn't right. I, I don't like this. I, I, I don't like feeling like we this. We can go. We can go. No, no, I can't. I can't. I can't live like this anymore, Jackie. The lying, the nightmares, the wind, all these bodies. It never Come on, Chip. Come on, Chip. No. Faye is gone. It's still not too much. It's okay. I'm gonna get you out of here. Come on. to go back inside there. I understand. We can't just ignore no, that... we can't ever go back to that place. How exactly are you so calm right now? <laughs> I'll freak out later, but it won't do us any good for me to lose my shit right now. Besides, you helped me enough when the buggy wasn't working and I was the one freaking out. Feels like ages ago, just like Red Venture. Oh, Jackie, I can't believe it's really here. I... Can. I know we've been to so many strange places, and I still don't know exactly where we are, but I believe this is reality. Oh, I hate reality. You're shaking. Did you take your meds? Yeah, I'm fine. Just exhausted. Then you should sleep. I'll take care of everything. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. what it was like. She 
Nebula talked about the holograph being at Olympus Mons. I think this is it. Or something like it, because even though it overloaded, those power lines were leading somewhere down beneath the regolith. Marsfall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bose Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. This episode featured Shannon Lovely as Jackie Arania and Sam Bose Miller as Chip Heddleston. Written by Dan Lovely and Eric Saris. Directed by Dan Lovely. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer. Music composed and performed by Sam Bose Miller. All tracks assembled by Sam Bose Miller. Season 3, Part 1 wouldn't be possible without the amazing support of our biggest patrons. Murray M. Moss, Ruby Reagan, Masha Gervitz, Amy Saris, Darian Allen, Elliot, Don Miller, Chris Golden, and Amber. Special thank you to our incredible website and logo designer, Bonnie Harden, animation designer, Matt Azolda, and our medical consultant, Masha Gervitz. If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so by following the link in our episode description. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community, where you can access our complete series soundtrack, bonus miniseries, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much, as we wouldn't be here without you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media as we love hearing from all of you. And please consider leaving a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed the first part of season three and keep surviving. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.